A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only do the show formerly known as NXT 2 but... Premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. Because, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidrich. Look ahead to NXT tonight and to sort of review it. You see, this is the go home show, of course, ahead of Stand and Deliver. Um, but it's a very busy week in What Culture Towers. Unsurprisingly, it is WrestleMania week after all. And. Hands up, we haven't got the staff to review uh, NXT tomorrow. But thankfully, Sige, this show is already taped. So the plan is, and I don't want to spoil this for you if you're going to listen to this podcast and then watch NXT, although I don't know legitimately how many of our audience actually do. But the plan is, we'll run through all the matches, we'll preview, we'll give our predictions, etc., etc., etc. Maybe there'll be an appearance, perhaps. You know, cheaper airfare, considering you might not have to show up tomorrow. But anyway... And then, after we've done all that, I'll quickly run through the results of that, uh, and then you don't have to watch it, basically. Um, but... So basically, what you're saying is... It's time to play the game! Time to play time the to play game! game. She go about NXT. <laughs> so the game is called. Da, 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 da. Can we predict the NXT results? Mm. Now I'll level with you. I will level with you. Okay. I'm chronically addicted to Twitter. Mm-hmm. I predominantly follow wrestling Twitter accounts. Okay. There are other accounts I follow. Some football accounts, some weird Twitter guys, uh, but mostly it's a, it's a wrestling thing. Now to keep abreast of certain things in the industry, when I'm you know trying to put one of the youngins away to sleep, and it's just time for them to go to sleep. The bedtime story's finished. It's time to go to sleep, Charlotte. I'll scroll. Well, they all after. I will scroll Twitter to see. Just to give context to my opinions mm. on wrestling shows, to keep abreast of the news cycle. There are times when, right, okay, well, the rice is nearly done. Mm-hmm. Um, go on Twitter. The tea, you just, ah, just needs five more minutes to just sort of simmer down. Go on Twitter. Right, I've had a really sort of busy day with the kids. 
It's the weekend. It's now four o'clock. We're home. We've had a tea. It's screen time for the kids. It's wrestling Twitter for me. I'm on it <laughs> constantly. I'm contracted to work a certain amount of hours at what culture. Realistically, in terms of background and what you could class as research, mm-hmm. I work far more to try and keep myself abreast and informed. Oh, yeah. Which might, you know, lead some listeners to think, well, he's cheating. He works in wrestling. Media. He's on his phone all the time on Twitter. He's certainly liking things and tweeting things and replying to things. How can he fairly play a game about a recorded professional wrestling show? <laughs> Good news. No one tweets about NXT <laughs> ever, we, ever. We love it and we don't tweet about I it. I know. So there, I've not seen a single spoiler for this, and I promise you that there's been no cheating here. And I'm a very sporting guy. I wouldn't want to ever cheat. I, I, I'm going to... Full disclosure, I'm going to rule myself out of one of the matches because I, in checking and looking up the stand and deliver card, accidentally spoiled it for myself. So I'm just not going to go for that one. But everything else other than the Battle Royal to determine the fifth person in that fatal five-way for the NXT North American Championship, I'm in the same boat as you. And it is weird because obviously we go into NXT and there's normally six things off the top of my head, usually advertised for each NXT. Grant, taking taking into account that this match has a battle royal and a last chance qualifier, although that is only a three way, I suppose. It is mad to see all one, two, three, four, five, eight things on this show written down because obviously it has been taped. Um, so let's start as we are on the go home show of Stand and Deliver, the road to Stand and Deliver. Uh, which we'll be doing a, a, a preview of later on this week when we f- find time, if I'm perfectly honest. Let's start with that battle royal that I can't mm-hmm. compete in. Um, obviously, joining the champion, Wesley, Dragon Lee's brother, uh, JD McDonough, and Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> Very entertaining. Um, battle royal participants include, and I can tell you that, yeah. Uh, the winner is in this list here. Well, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I just never know whether they're just going to list a few people because I haven't got the... Re- this isn't the result. This oh, is just right. A, this, this is, is their copy. copy. Okay, okay. okay, I'll let you off, Will Bourne. I'm being snarky. Nathan Fraser. Nathan Fraser. back. Uh, Die Jack. The uh, Punkerette. Oh, of course you had... Yes, of course. Wait a second. Well, Wait obviously, second. Nathan Fraser, you know... He could take the Jungle Boy spot here, where Jungle Boy has this awesome approach to Battle Royales, where he really looks like he's eliminating himself by doing a cool move on the apron. Very gives you palpitations, Jungle Boy. Mm. One of the best uh, Battle Royal workers ever, I would say. You may remember last week, of course, Wesley had to walk down the... Corridor of Competitors. Yeah. <laughs> it's featured... Uh, Jinder Mahal, Zion Quinn. Have they just, right, he's done his business with Bron Breaker. Have they decided, you know what, Jinder could probably learn a few things. <laughs> despite you being there. an 18-year veteran and a former WWE champion. Maybe. That explains things. Uh, Nathan Fraser, Dijak, Jinder Mahal, Zion Quinn, Dabakato, Scripps. <laughs> he's going to do some uh, very good things. Uh, Apollo Crews. Is he still knocking about? Axiom. No! Dante Chen, Damon Kemp, 
Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak, our boys Idris Anofe and Malik Blade, Odyssey Jones, Bryson Montana, huh? <laughs> Quincy Elliott, uh, Big Body Javi, Oro Mensa, and Hank Walker. Are we going to do the results all in one after? All in one at the end. So just in case, if you don't want it spoiled, I'm not going to reveal it now. We're going to save that till the last sort of five minutes of the give pod. you ample warning yes. when we do the results portion. Because then we'll have had the mid-roll ad, so. Axiom. They've built all of the television around Axiom <laughs> wanting to face Wesley. So the answer is Axiom, sir. I'll tell you what. Added bonus. If it is Axiom, and I'm not saying that it is, I just know the results. Nathan Frazier. And the okay, t- final two. Who's the final? Yeah, Nathan yeah, Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. the best one by far. <laughs> Let's move on to, I mean, normally when, uh, you know when you go, oh, and we talk about Rampage and it's taped uh. and you get the tweet saying, banger, you know, I'm not going to say anything more about it, but I was there after Dynamite when they taped Rampage. and Have I had one this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. I don't think I mean, so. In the olden days yeah, when they yeah. actually, you know, tried. Um Normally, you get a bit of an indication. I'm surprised you haven't had more tweets about this because this has the potential to go full five. It's Tyler Beard versus Barnwell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This uh, should be a matchup for the ages. Correct. All demographics are available to watch the show. <laughs> Thanks, Vaughn. <coughs> um, yeah. You know, Vaughn, we have a lot of fun. As expense, but realistically, it's uh, put up a shut up time mm. is coming up uh, for Von Wagner because lest we forget, he was initially pushed as you know one of the top stars, one of the new prospects, and maybe even the heart of NXT 2.0. And it's not worked out. They've sort of fictionalized on TV the fact that he's more meme than wrestler, more meme than prospect. And ultimately, there's a pretty ruthless streak at the heart of this new NXT initiative. Um, I remember reading a report. Maybe it was Brian Alvarez. I wouldn't want to misquote him so, from someone mm. reputable. I only read or listen to reputable or entertaining people <laughs> saying that. Yep, ruthless. 90 days, was it? Yeah, 90 days. Put up a shut up if you suck ass. <laughs> After If you're on your 91st day of wrestling training, you turn up. You crap. That's it. Hit the fucking bricks. How <laughs> would hitting the bricks help me be a wrestler? Um, I, there are, without naming names and punching down, there are wrestlers on this show, NXT 2.0, glorified NXT 2.0, who were featured prominently at the start who are nowhere to be seen. Mm. Von, if he fails to have a more than possible outing with the professional wrestling genius that Tyler Bay is, it might not be uh, good for him. So basically, because I do think he's got potential as someone who's entertaining in his own right, whether he intends to be or not, I hope it's a good match. Mm. Uh, but I don't think Von Wagner wins. I no. think that Tyler Bate could be a very, very good opponent for the incumbent champion, Carmelo Hayes. That's a shout, yeah. So I think yeah. that'll be, uh, yeah. But I want Vaughn to really show out. Yeah, he is truly Vaughn in a million. But uh, <laughs> I don't think he's winning this one. I think his downward spiral with the whole help me, help you. I think they're going to 
say, oh, maybe they're going to go full meta and be like, immediately after WrestleMania, Vaughn, you know, that's the chance for people to come back, re reinvent themselves, and Robert Stone's going to try and come up with new, a new gimmick for Vaughn every week, and I think that could be sensational television. Oh, my God. Like, go on, spitball here. What kind of gimmick do you have in mind for well, week I, one? I think he's going to say, let's, you know, help me help you. Let's go back to the good old days. What worked well back then? You had to do a job as well as of being a wrestler. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was one of the darkest days. Yes. Or with Shawn Michaels being, you know, an egomaniac, a, an incredibly arrogant booker who believes the success to building a hot product is to base angles almost exclusively around his yes. milestone moments in his career, and he never really drew that much. <laughs> and then the idea could be that right, the next milestone is Von Wagner could be the new sexy boy. <gasps> sexy boy, what are you, a goddamn pedophile? <laughs> I am a man. I really like that. So basically, the new sexy boy. What? That's disgusting. Vince McMahon, what the hell is wrong with you? I like the idea what of him. What are you, some kind of nonce? I like the idea of him trying to bring back old gimmicks. I really like that. Yeah, I think we could be onto something here. Diesel, that goes in a car. <laughs> Isaac Yankum. I Yankum. <laughs> I just got it. Oh, a pallbearer. And he looks after an undertaker. Now I get it. Now I get it. Actually, I do not get it. Let's be honest. Full it's disclosure. A Paul time. Bearer. He is a wrestling manager. Full disclosure. I was really late to that party as a wrestling fan. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Like, I was late to that. Late. My dad used to piss himself at that. He thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard in his life. That and Dad's army. <laughs> uh, you know what I was shockingly late to? What? Like, oh my, oh my God. <laughs> Phineas I. Godwin and Henry O. Godwin, pig and hog. It just, I had to be told. Yeah. When I was like deep into my 30s. <laughs> like, within what culture? Within the content sphere. Like, shocking. Absolutely shocking. He could be a pig farmer. Yeah. Could be a Godwin. I'm trying to spell it. Why away would I have a second occupation by shoveling a lot of <laughs> Have you seen the amount of <laughs> I have to shovel on this show already? It is redundant. I genuinely I'm really embarrassed there. I was trying to think of letters that could go between V and W to spell a word, and I was like, Vow, he's a priest. <laughs> We already have one. His name is Damien, and he is on the main <laughs> roster. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Bate wins. Yes, he does. Uh, I'd sense we're probably not going to spend quite as long on this match, because I think this is the... Although there's quite a lot of lore going into this match. Electra Lopez versus Valentina Ferroz. This is the uh, knuckle dusters thing, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus Christ, I forgot this all like that. You know, we do a bit, and mostly it's... Sincere, yeah. Of we come into the studio and without your notes would be completely lost. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do when Hamlet's back and you're back from the States a NXT preview where it's like, right, no notes. What can we remember from yes. the prior week? 
What are we talking about? Um, Electra Lopez versus Valentin. I 100% not doing a bit here. I completely erased all of this from my memory. In fact, that's a lie. My memory never even processed this happening, and it just left my head. So the story, I believe, is that Electra Lopez tried to convince Valentina Feroz mm-hmm. that she should be using brass knucks to get ahead. And Valentina Feroz was like, eh? Mm. Eh? No. Eh? You know, like that meme. That very obvious meme. <laughs> yeah. That my nonsense words and noises have just tried to... Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> she didn't want to use them. Now they're having a feud. Apparently so. Maybe. Electra Lopez wins via brass nux spot, and then Ferraz can go, I should have been doing that all the time. And then become yeah, a tag she, team. She had a point, and then become a tag team. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one as well, because Electra Lopez has more uh, agency, let's say, in, in NXT, so it feels like she's got a... She's a bigger star. Yeah. And she did great jobs for the family when she was working for them, of course. Down the docks. Down the docks. Uh, last chance qualifier for the NXT women's title ladder match at Stand and Deliver. Um, Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolene, Bird Person, and Tiffany Stratton, obviously already confirmed for that. Uh, the three losers who are going to join them, or one of the three losers, Indy Hartwell, Ivy Nile, and Sol Ruka. Say, uh, I just don't process these things. <laughs> Say the words again, the names. So Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolene, third don't person. Don't say all them. I, okay. I know, I, I know, I know. Sol Ruka, I, Ivy... I need f- as few names as possible for me to actually remember them. Sol Ruka, Ivy Nile, Indy Hartwell, who's heading to stand and deliver? Ladder match. Yeah. They will want some weird stands. You don't understand that. You don't go to wrestling school necessarily to learn cool moves. You go to wrestling school to learn how to put them all together in things called like good absorbing matches. These people who fail to understand that will tell you that Saul Rook is a really great wrestler because they isolate her. Admittedly great finish. They'll want that kind of buzz. So they'll put Rooker in there with the idea being that can she, she can do the soul snatcher. Off terrified. a ladder and onto somebody else. Even though she could climb, but that no one, they don't go into ladder matches to win. You do them to do spots. Everyone knows this. In every promotion. I, it was, yeah, a toss-up. So I'm going to pick the other one. It was a toss-up for me because I think if WWE does anything, it's hit you over the head with a point. So I think, yep, no, Fallon Henley's in the Jeers thing, isn't she? Uh, Tate and Paxley is going to cost Ivy Nile again to just remind you that she's really not friends with her anymore. She's got, uh, what did she get? She got something happened to her. Oh, didn't she? Isla Dawn and uh, Alba Fire. Yes, she got. Yes, she did. Uh, So I'll go Indy Hartwell, the experienced head, to join this match, especially because, I'm going to admit something here. Full disclosure, I hate this because I really should just live in the moment and enjoy it. Anytime either Chesterfield or England have a good result 
I don't celebrate it that much on social media because I don't like it when people subsequently dig that out mm-hmm. when they don't have a good result. So, like, if Chesterfield won their opening game of the season 4-0, for example, we didn't because our goalkeeper went insane and got sent off against a part-time team and we drew to all. But anyway. It's a bad dang mess. Yeah. Um, if we'd have won 4-0 and I was like, if I'd have been like, we're going to win the league, boys, and now we're third, fourth, I think, we're not going to win the league. It's going to be Wrexham because they've got all the money. Um I was terrified. I would have been terrified someone would bring that up and be like, this you, and just dunk on me. You know what I hate? What? Sorry, I know you're building a no, point no, about okay. wrestling. My biggest pet hate, because not only do I feel like I'm the central character of the universe. Of course. But I feel like this designation can hop about to other people if my reaction to the universe gets... Corrupted, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if someone is like, yes, boys, when England go 2 0 up against Italy, or if you score in the first 10 minutes and someone who supports your fellow team tweets that on Twitter, obviously, mm. I just go, don't tempt bloody fate. I get really man. angry at commentators when they say that. Well, looks like they've got this game wrapped up. Yeah, don't tempt fate. Just enjoy it after the fact. Yeah. I'm I will same. celebrate internally and experience joy, which is an, another point about wrestling. Non sports numb nuts who don't get Iron Man matches. And I understand tempting fate by over celebrating too early in public. But if, like, England or 20% of Newcastle. Go 1-0 up inside 20 minutes. I'm going to go, yes, get in there. That could be the last goal scored. So I hate non-sports numbnuts who talk about Ironman matches as if the first fall doesn't count. Well, it could. If you watch a game called Professional Football, the beautiful game, the most famous and watched game in the world, you might have heard about it if you weren't in a wrestling bubble. Yeah. Anyway, back to um, your point. Oh, yes, so... Uh, like when England were doing really well, well, even when we got to the European Championships final, I was like, I can't celebrate because I know that I'm Murray double devastated. It's Andy Murray. It's Andy Murray potentially less so with Chesterfield, but certainly with England. Oh yeah, we know what he's like. It's his gimmick. He knows yeah. this. Yeah. So, so I never was like, oh my god, we're in the. You're, I might have tweeted maybe when we made the final, but like even the semis, I was like, yep, England have won. I'll maybe like a few tweets uh, if it's like, and I, I love a good montage, right, of all the goals and what have you, et cetera, et cetera. So what I'm coming back to is, that's one of my big fears, is someone coming back and going, do you remember when you said six months ago this, and then now it's actually happened, don't you feel a bloody idiot? For that reason, Indy Hartwell's going in, because what, I don't know why this is stuck in my head, what did Zoe Stark say last week when Indy Hartwell's like, what the bloody hell are you looking at? She was like, not someone, not the next NXT Women's Champion. But now she could be because she's going to be in the match. I actually follow Indy Hartwell, and she tweeted something to the effect of, uh, doesn't it suck that I've only ever had one shot of the title or something like that? <sighs> Maybe it's her saying I, it was taped and I'm going to get a shot. So I'll still go with Sol. Okay. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Moving on, we will circle back to the results later on, as I said. The next match to look forward to tonight is a, is another story of revenge. Yes. Because Drew Gulak takes on Hank Walker. The master takes on the apprentice. Who's your money on? The master. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah, Gulak's going to win. But I think Charlie Dempsey will have something to say about the result of the match. Mm. I'll I tell you what, you know. I like Hank Walker. He's got this quality where he can make it feel a little bit real, which mm. particularly in that useless, stupid, preposterous universe is a valuable skill. He's got this everyman quality. Yeah. That's his gimmick, of course, but he exudes the quality. It's actually a good meeting of, right, stupid TV gimmick plus your real-life personality. They're not just saying, right, you're a dust. You're a, uh, you know, you're a bird person. <laughs> you are a casino owner or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, he's got this. Like, that match he had with Axiom. It really felt like he hated the prick. Yeah, he started off and he was like, I'm, I'm angry now. Yeah, yeah. And like, the, no, the, he doesn't necessarily take the straps down, does he? But he's... He's just got his, his body language, yeah. his intent. He's good. I think Cam Walker's got something. But Gulak's going to stretch him. I'll tell you something as well. I said that Julius Creed had something as well a long time ago. You're right. More than just a dumb jock wrestler. Yeah, yeah I think he bloody has. I, am, I don't want to split him at all, but I do foresee a singles run in his future. I think he's, he's, he's brilliant. And I, and I love... To put them both over, Brutus Creed's cannonballs is one of my favourite. I was going to break his ankle. <laughs> um, circling back to a debut, I forgot to mention. Uh, we saw this tease last week. Eddie Thorpe, if you remember. Oh, the, uh, yeah. I, I don't really want to track because I know I'm going to say something probably offensive accidentally. So how do you feel about Eddie Thorpe? And he's facing Miles Bourne. How do you think Miles Bourne's come along? <laughs> well, I hope, right... Um, with Eddie Thorpe, the former Carl Fredericks, right? Is that WWE? This seems preposterous because Apollo Crews was one gimmick ago. What were they doing? What were they doing? 
with the bloodline in particular, WWE, Whisper It, has kind of had like a pretty progressive um, approach to allowing wrestlers to embody aspects of their culture that just don't descend into absolutely horribly pro- problematic... Good point. Um, ...cliché. The bloodline in particular, um, with all the tribal chief imagery and stuff like that, it does not feel like they are cartoons, but it feels like their heritage is like quite important to them. It's a weird sort of switching roles here, because you're sort of explaining away from WWE, and I'm going to be the one going, I mean, yeah... But they did also make them do a Samoan like hacker for a while because they were like, so they've done everything. Yeah, they've done and then everything. they've kind of gone, okay, we've, we'll just let you be the normal version. But having said that, I've watched a lot of um, Asian performers on NXT and just felt <laughs> disgusted yeah, granted. by these caricatures that they are somehow playing in the 2020s. So it could go either way, is what I'm saying. Um, look, handsome dude, mm. mechanically very, very, very good indeed. So it does feel like. The look doesn't suit him at all. It does feel like the pandemic has robbed that buzz, that all-important buzz that you can't really recapture. Um, So uh, the jury's out on whether he can be a success. People four years ago were saying this dude could be the next big thing in all of pro wrestling, Mm. and he does not look the part anymore. Certainly. DJ aesthetic as well, wasn't it, at the last second on that? It's just so cartoonish. So I've got no idea. um, But even if this is a ridiculous character and he gets told to wrestle in a certain way that doesn't suit his strengths, he'll at least have the potential to sort of break free from a terrible bit of casting. But he's going to win, obviously. Yes, he's going to win. Uh, Grayson Waller is set to respond to Johnny Gargano's challenge for an unsanctioned match at Stand and Deliver. What, what do you think his response will be? I assume you're going to say yes. And do Obviously, you think he's going to have the match? Is he going to do anything? Because he's made sure Gargano's banned from the building, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, but is Gargano really not going to have been there? Ooh. That's taped, so. It feels like a setup for the babyface to outsmart him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it was Vic Joseph who was tasked with... Oh, oh I think he's going to kick Vic Joseph's ass. He can kick Vic Joseph's ass. Because it's the NXT institution. Not just Shawn Michaels, but he's always had a problem with the institution. So maybe this could be the heat angle. Yeah. He's gonna maybe kick, maybe kick. he's, he's going to get the... Is it a contract I think you give, got given to Vic That's Joseph? That's what you usually yeah. do to sign a match for, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he's going to take the contract from Vic... Sign it, say, down the camera lens, uh, Johnny, I'll see you at Stand and Deliver. But, you know, all these fans have come out. They don't want to just come out and, you know, you see know me. Australian. You're missing a trick here. See me sign a bloody bit of paper. Thank you. Okay. Let's uh, let's give him a bit of, a bit of sneak peek <laughs> uh, at the <laughs> unsanctioned match. And, uh, Vic, before you go, I suppose, you know, we're educating these fans on what to expect on Saturday, you could say it's a... Oh, moment! Teachable moment! Kicks his fucking ass. Kicks his fucking ass. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me. And then, you know what that means? Can you means? imagine him selling? <laughs> Worse than bloody Isla Dawn? Ah! And you know what that means as well? If this happens early on in the show, 
Look at he saw the performance. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You'll pull out the phone then to say, Wilbur, what am I doing? You're setting an alarm. You're watching it live, mate. What's going on? I sent a WhatsApp mes- message. Shall I see who it is? Yeah, go on. Got a WhatsApp message from. Scripts. <laughs> uh, I'll just uh, handful it. Talk about talk <laughs> about talk about wrestling. Of course, yeah. gone home. <laughs> But he misses it. But he misses it as soon as he, he's on the train, getting nostalgic for the days. Just yeah. Uh, finally, oh, this really is all or nothing. This wasn't advertised, as far as I'm aware, on last week's show, but it's. I'm sure there's a th- story to explain this. Cause there always is. Um, Tony D'Angelo and Sticks are going to face off against Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. That's right, I'm calling them by their proper names now. We're taking this seriously as yeah. we head towards Stand and Deliver. With the stipulation being, if Jensen and Briggs win, they are added to the NXT tag how title. Many more multi- how many people do they need to cram on this show? They are added to the NXT tag title match to make it a four-way? Yeah, Gallus, Creed Brothers, Tony Diaz Dicks, and potentially Briggs and Jensen. So I suppose it's the question of whether, because it's it's all heading, it's one of the most intriguing storylines in wrestling right now. Yes. It's all heading for disaster, but whether it's the disaster here of, you need to know about Sebastian? Sebastian. Or, oh, let's not tell them right now because they're busy with something, and then it gets revealed at Stand and Deliver or after Stand and Deliver, and then there's the Fallon Henley aspect of it. It's... it's 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 like a Russian doll of storytelling. This that's the beauty of it. But do uh, Tony D and Stax eat a loss before potentially becoming tag team champions? Well, it'd be very weird, Wilborn, because I don't think they've won a match together, have they? They won. No, they won that one where they cheated to get um, uh, Legado to work for them, didn't they? I think Stax like fell on top of someone because he'd been KO'd. Was that two years ago or something? <laughs> I think it was about two weeks ago, probably known us. Well, they're in the match having rarely won. It would make no sense for them to lose, but welcome to NXT. This match really shouldn't exist. If they would just want to say, all right, they're a they're good tag team, guys. Take them seriously. They'll just give them a tune-up match against two jobbers, which we know Brooks and Jensen aren't. Former NXT UK tag team champions. So that leads me to believe that, yes, the Cowboys are going to win. Added to the match, and again, and it's like, oh, we can't harsh Jensen's buzz by saying that I'm, me and Sebastian are, you know. I don't know, the mics will pick that up, but I. Let's just do it a little bit louder. I only turn your mic as hard as I can up. Okay. Yeah, they've got it. So, I mean, Sebastian are. Basically, what? Shagging. As you know, you know my love for Tony D and Stacks. Obviously, uh, well, one half because one of them. Um, but my mental arithmetic, my Steinemath, tells me the more tag teams in that match, Sige, the more likely Gallus are to not leave as tag team champions on Saturday. Yeah, that's WWE kayfabe arithmetic. Arithmetic. Mm. Why do they kayfabe this arithmetic? To make a pretty obvious outcome seem like it's in doubt. The, f- the fatal four-way is a... Look, titles have changed hands in multi-man matches before, but generally they tend to get booked so that 
right, you're not going to get much. It's not. You're not going to get title change, but you're going to get more saves and near falls to mm. make you think in the moment that there will be one. There's a bit of law for Wilborn law here. I've been in attendance for a fatal four-way for some tag titles and had my dreams come true over WrestleMania weekend before, so. One day. <laughs> one day we will go without the Iconics at WrestleMania 35. Like Shayna Baszler at Elimination 2020. Um, what else did you know shut up about? <laughs> yeah, I interviewed War Machine at WCPW. Nice guys. Wouldn't expect it. They're so big. Uh, right, should we move on to the results? Yeah? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, yay! Yes! I thought I heard footsteps. Oh, yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't spoil it for him. <laughs> I sucked. Hey, where's it? Where's Hamlet? Oh, he's... Uh, um, I had to just leave early. I think he's got, like, childcare. Do yeah. you have any kids, Stacks? Not that I know of. What does that mean? Are you promiscuous? A lady never kisses and tells, Sidge. He's just a gentleman. I realize I messed that line up. <laughs> Sidge, what's Well, the... that's why you're in the performance yeah. center. Sidge, what's the deal with airplanes? Airplanes are a <laughs> method of transportation that can um, allow you to travel extremely long distances in a relatively short amount of time. For I don't know the exact math stacks, but you know, they go up in the air. Yeah, and yeah, they're very, yeah. very fast. Even yeah. though they don't really feel it. Crazy science. <laughs> but yeah, they just generally exist. Uh, popularized in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. They allow you to travel long distances over a short amount of time. Like, for example, if I was going to uh, drive down to London, okay, it would take me several hours. Oh, yeah. What's it? How, how, how many hours, Wilborn? Probably about... I mean, it takes me about four, three and a half, four to get to Birmingham. So. It's more of a direct route. Yeah. But probably, let's say four or five hours. Just five hours. Yeah. Okay. You could fly to London in... An hour? An hour. Yeah. So, I, I, I'll be honest, Stax. Yeah. I would have thought you were kind of clued up on airplanes, considering how often you use them. You have your own airline. <laughs> Only the airlines. Oh, that's not yours. One movie. The guy fire. On a fucking loop. Yeah. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> three. Oh, no. Before we get to the three jokes for you. <laughs> Sid, uh, you think invisible airplanes are going to become a thing? Hmm? Um, I think it'd be exceedingly dangerous. Then again, you got radar, so you don't actually need to see. Mm. You just need to know where it is. Yeah, me neither. I just can't see them taking off. <laughs> ah! You can't see them! Invisible. That's good. Yeah. Three jokes, three questions, three jokes for you, Sitch. And me. Shut up, you. Doesn't like you. Uh -huh. What do you call it? What do you call it when a giraffe swallows a toy jet? Picture that. Jesus Christ. When a giraffe swallows a toy jet. I don't even know where to start. I don't know if it's a... Uh, Pun, play on words, giraffe. a spoonerism or what? It's not a spoonerism because I can tell by the way you set them up. A giraffe, what do you call a giraffe swallowing a toy jet? Yeah, that's what he said. Um, A little 
A little long in the neck, but no, it's long in the tooth. I don't know, Starks. Close. What do you call it when a giraffe swallows a toy jet? <laughs> a plane in the neck. Ah, plane in the, because they got a big f***ing neck. <laughs> <laughs> Question joke number two. Yep. Who invented the first airplane that couldn't fly? Stacks, you can sometimes be misogynistic, so I'm going to say a woman. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'll, I'll give you a setup to the joke and my thinking here. Who invented the first airplane that could fly? The Wright brothers. So who invented the first airplane that couldn't fly? The fucking wrong brothers. That was vital context, but also, if you had said it, it would have ruined the joke. Indeed. <laughs> Final joke for you. Maybe best you don't actually give an answer to this one, but I'm gonna pitch it to you nonetheless. What do you call a blonde woman flying an airplane? See, I told you I'm a misogynist, stocks. So tread carefully. What's the setup? What do you call a blonde woman flying an airplane? A pilot. That's right, it's a pilot, you fucking sexist. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> I got you good. <laughs> Bye, Stacks. Ah, I was slightly concerned he was going to get himself cancelled there. To be yeah, honest. it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I got a great tweet? Apologies, I forgot the name of the person who sent us this. But apparently, when they are him and his uh, partner are retiring, retiring to bed on an evening. Where's this going? When they. This person and their partner retire to bed uh -huh. on an evening. Their dog likes to join them at the foot of the bed. What a nice wholesome Aww. thing. And the dog curls up, and then they just retire to bed. Don't know what they're doing to the dogs. It's not my business. When the dog gets down after about half an hour, no. the guy goes, Bye, Stacks. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Said the partner does not find it anywhere near as amusing as they do. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, right, should we move on? If you want to finish up the podcast there, that's fine. If you want to do a bit of a lightning round of spoilers for this week's episode of NXT. I'm not watching it, so okay, I better, I better be kept abreast. Um, right, we start with the... Oh, thanks for listening, if if you're leaving us now. We're going to spoil what happens on NXT tonight. So if you're going <laughs> if you away want, now, yeah. bye, Stan. Bye, listeners. Yeah. Uh, Battle Royal. Listeners, 50 million listens. Yeah. Battle Royal, um, let's just remind yourselves of the prediction you made. And the penultimate uh, person. Nathan Fraser. Axiom eliminated Nathan Fraser to win the <laughs> Battle Royal. <laughs> um, they got a good amount of time for their one-on-one -on -one portion. That could be pretty tasty for their Axiom yeah, and Nathan different, Fraser. They had different gravy. Different gravy. Um, and then they had a big face-off with all five. <laughs> good old NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate versus Von Wagner. We said Tyler Bate. Oh, I think I forgot about this wrinkle to it. Tyler Bate defeated Von Wagner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who was at ringside for Tyler Bate? He's obviously Vaughn's got Robert Stone. Chase U. Chase U. Thea Hale knocked Stone out at one point <laughs> after the match. This <laughs> him! Appeared on the big screen. 
Sorry. Did you yeah, hear thank me? you. Jesus, get it right. Not my, I'm reading someone else's writing. That's a problem. Uh, <laughs> Joe Gacy promised to control Chase University soon. One of, the, uh, one of the biggest matches of WrestleMania weekend as well, that. Wow. <laughs> I think it speaks volumes. Electra Lopez versus Valentina Ferraz. We said Lopez. The full write-up. Electra Lopez defeated Valentina Ferraz. That's it. End of sentence. Eddie Thorpe versus Miles Bourne. We said Eddie Thorpe. Debut win. He did. He won, and he looked great, apparently. Uh, Ivy Nile, Sol Ruka, Indy Hartwell, last chance qualifier for the NXT Women's title match at Stand and Deliver. Undefeated at this point, aren't I? And I said Sol Ruka. All good things have to come to an end. Indy Hartwell ah. uh, apparently won. Uh, after the match, the ladder match competitors looked on from the crowd. Oh, they did that. If they did that. Oh, my God. The bit where they walked down the different steps. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, from the crowd ring and stage. <laughs> it is exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels is an idiot. But there was no mention of NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez or if she will be a stand and deliver. Yeah, because, of course, she's in real life better now, which is great news. She, they can do the double... Championships to do Sean and Razor because he likes doing his whole career again. Uh, an absolute masturbator, Shawn Michaels is. <laughs> Drew Gulak, Hank Walker. We said Drew, but maybe the apprentice has learned something because he gives him enough of a test. No, he hasn't. Um, Charlie Dempsey hit Walker with a cheap shot, <laughs> and Drew Gulak won. That's exactly what I said was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's, uh, hand on heart, yeah, we, we, we have not, not read these really results. Spoilers. Um, I didn't get one wrong on purpose to make it seem yeah. like we'd read the results. I don't care. Uh, Grayson Waller came to the ring to sign the contract to make his stand and deliver co- match with Johnny Gargano an unsanctioned match. We could probably predict Dynamite as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gargano was banned from the building and Vic Joseph was at the table with the contract. Security was surrounding the ring to keep Gargano out. At, what point, at one point, Gargano's music hit to distract Waller. A masked man... Ran in to switch places with a cameraman. <laughs> I can't. It's imagine if we just... Huh? <laughs> but it was Gargano. <laughs> of course it was. This kicked off a brawl all around the arena. Gargano suffered a cut or busted nose at one point, but he got the best of Waller and spoke to the crowd, telling me he has history with unsanctioned matches and he'll put an end to Waller. Hang on. So Gargano's being held back by security... And then Gargano was a masked man. Now they found a Gargano lookalike, a la Eric Redbeard. No, he he wasn't there because he was banned. And then the music oh, so played to exist- Right, okay. And then he uh, went off camera, yeah, man. Well, how the hell did we not predict that? Well, speaking of things you couldn't predict, hang on, preemptively. Oh, my God. Tony D and Stax versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs for a spot in that tag team title match. We said, obviously, make it a four-way. Briggs and Jensen win and qualify for stand and deliver. Tony D'Angelo and Stax defeated Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Kiana James and Fallon Henley were at ringside for Briggs and Jensen. There's literally no word on how this match was won, so we'll have to go and watch that, obviously. Yeah, we will. I will do that. <laughs> After the match, I'm glad you're sitting down, 
James confessed there was something she needed to tell Jensen, but said she'd rather show him. She kissed him, and they were happy. Fallon and Briggs looked on and weren't too thrilled. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to watch it. You have to watch this now, live. (laughs) (laughs) Live. Wow. I'm so good we aren't going to be able to really go through this, but I promise around Stand and Deliver, around the fallout of Stand and Deliver, if we haven't had a chance to talk about it, we will eventually because what a development. I feel like me reading out the results of EastEnders there, wasn't it? It was so-and-so shot Phil. What? So she said, I love you, and kissed him. I, she said, I, I've got to tell you something. I've been with nothing. But she said, I'd rather show you. I, I want to see his little face after she kisses him. Which <laughs> also, when she said, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> Does that communicate opportunity on you with uh, some bloke called Sebastian? If someone just lacks lips with you? I need to tell you, but I'm going to show it to you instead. Yeah. Like, how would you tell him? I'm kissing you. <laughs> I'm kissing you. I'm grabbing the back of your head and going... Like, how do you th- I'm, I'm kissing you right see, now. I want to see his face. I need to I see, see his, his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are going to get the boner spot at some yeah. point. I'm I'm busted. I can't take him right now. I've got a heart on. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just it's uh, it's obstructing my movements. Uh, I shouldn't be wrestling in jeans. Nor should I be getting erect in jeans. It's actually uncomfortable. Uh, Getting a boner in jeans. uh, God damn it, guys. Everyone knows how bad that is. I also like the idea. Right? uh, Right? I was getting confused. Wilborn, I said, is it uncomfortable? Yeah, that's right. I also like the idea of this is the catalyst for the heel turn for Briggs because he was like, he'll, next week he'll be like, oh man, well, last week's episode was so bad. We missed out on the big pay-per-view. You know, <laughs> Jen's going to be like, wasn't all bad. Come on. Wasn't all bad, man. I got my cock sucked. I did after the show. I, I done did get my cock sucked. I love this show. I'm good. We're not going to be here tomorrow to review it, but uh, we'll bring you all the developments as we head towards Stand and Deliver and, of course, all the fallouts. And if you're heading to NXT Stand and Deliver, I'll be there. So please do come up and do your best stacks or... Hi, guys. Yeah, help me with my stacks. Is mine good? Yeah, it's better than mine. Uh, Yeah. Ah, That is good. Harry Gatton. Rubbish. It's just crap. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be uh, filming what went down outside of the stadium after NXT Stand and Deliver. So uh, do pop your head in and <laughs> enjoy that. You know, I've just realized as well. What? If you are attending Stand and Deliver in person, you can literally watch in real time if you're standing anywhere near Adam Wilborn and put an end to this silly, insulting conspiracy. Have you ever seen Adam Wilborn and Starks in the same room? Well, yes, you have. Yeah. In NXT, stand and deliver in the uh, what center is it? Oh, it's called like it's called like the Crypto Center. Or crypto something. Center. Yeah. You're gonna see them in the same room. Yeah. 
Oh. And I'm very excited to share this experience with Adam Nicholas, who's not watched NXT since Black and Gold. So I'm going to be talking him through it. He's gonna yeah, get- that's, um, she's, she's a surfer. Um, that's, he's a mob boss. <laughs> Grayson was third person. Third person, and uh, Grayson was the best thing about NXT. Anyway, let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT and the fallout from NXT. That feels weird to say. On Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... Um, Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. But for now, this has been the NXT preview and review. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thanks to Stax, to the elephant, to the cow. To Hamlet, as always, thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.